0: Hi, this is Marcos over at Star Tours. I don't listen to podcasts often, but when I do, I listen to capades.
1: You're at the right place, at the right time. you found the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears. It's super supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. I hope you enjoy the show. If you're like me, you're going to laugh a lot. We invite you to pull up a chair. gas. <laughs> relax and get ready to take a trip to the vacation kingdom of the world. So grab your magic bands and your Mickey ears. Here we go. Because it's time for another episode of the Mouse Cafe's podcast.
0: It means no worries for the rest of your days. It's all problem free. Philosophy. Go on, i
2: Happy Friday everybody. We made it, page listeners. We have made it to the weekend. This is Nick, and I'm here with Vicki. This is episode 370. Today, we're going to be sharing your stories. Yes, your stories that you sent to us about your fall experiences at Disney.
3: This was something that Nick was wanting, so hopefully he will be impressed. I, I liked a lot of what I read, Nick, so I obviously know it's like a secret for so you. So I have
2: not read anything.
3: Right. And I like it like that because, um,
2: well, <laughs> I like one of us. Keep me in the dark.
3: Well, no, I like one of us to be surprised by the whole situation. I was surprised when I opened them and then copied and pasted. So um, you are listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Capades podcast. But before we get started, we always like to encourage you to check out our friends at WaltExpress.com for Disney deals, tips, tricks, and all things Disney. And Nick's going to he- give us the news or give us the information on the latest blogs that we can find on Walt Express. So over
2: at WaltExpress.com, if you go ahead and click on that, type that in. The current blogs that we have up there are the video Magic Kingdom Main Street Trolley Show Christmas Edition. That's by Brandy Perryman. The top five favorites at the Magic Kingdom during the holidays by Vanda Bean, and just released a complete menu 2018 at Epcot's Festival of the Holidays by Vanda Bean as well. And one more, I keep forgetting this one 10 tips on how to survive Disney World during Thanksgiving holidays, also by Vanda Bean. So go check them out, WaltExpress.com. First,
3: I would like to thank everybody that wrote in and gave us these stories. This was obviously something that Nick was passionate about because he does love. His Halloween time, as he's told us, I love times. it all.
2: I love the stretch from here until... The, the first of the year. Until the new year, right? Because we have Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year celebration.
3: And that's when you get the blues. Because all the decorations go away and your house becomes plain and blah, blah, blah. Anyway.
2: I just have a great time because it's, a, <laughs> it's an excuse to eat, have fun, and get together with the family, you know? That's what Disney's for, though. Vicky, after you take down all the decorations and you, you go back to Disney. I am
3: doing it this I, year, I though. know. I know you are. So... But I really enjoyed reading through these and um, the first one that we got actually came from our friend Heidi Meister and Heidi said that she had a really cool experience on one of their trips to Walt Disney World. Most of their vacations occurred during Halloween, Nick, because you remember that our school district used to have that nice three week long
2: fall break that
3: we all miss.
2: Yes. Because when it's
3: (laughs) just one week, you're like, man, I wish we had three weeks. We used to go to school nine weeks and three weeks in case the listeners don't know and she said they were huge fans, are still are, of Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party, and because of the following reasons that you and Nick have explained on the show many times. Many times, our family went to the party as a themed costume group, which was a lot of fun, and the best experience we had was at Fort Wilderness. We headed to Fort Wilderness after dinner and watched the evening movie, and we enjoyed the campfire, and then we went to the stables and took a carriage ride around the back country of the resort. And during the ride, the story of Ichabod Crane was read, and we also cited the Headless Horseman. It was perfectly creepy, and a perfectly creepy experience, and it was definitely memorable. Can you imagine that?
2: That's really neat. That'd be really cool to take Colin on. It's
3: like you're going down. That'd be awesome. You're in your little um, wagon. Buggy.
2: You're traveling along and you have no idea. You just think you're listening to a ghost story. What a cool experience. Whatever Imagineer decided to develop that experience for guests. Genius. Yep, of course. That is really cool. I hope they had the fog machines rolling, Heidi. I don't know if they, they did, or, but let us know. Text us in and let me know because that would just add to the effect. That's really neat.
3: I know I also wondered if they got pictures with it or they were able to try to capture it or they were that stunned when it happened because she really didn't say that part.
2: We have another one uh, from another listener, Miranda Noonan. Hey there. Uh, Noonan and Lung. Am I saying that properly? Yeah. All right, Miranda. Thanks for chiming in again. I know. I think she's a newer listener. She is right? a newer listener. Yeah. Li- she's ours already. So thanks. We really do appreciate it. This is what she had to say, listeners. I've never had a personal ghostly experience, but being in Disneyland during Halloween is so awesome. I love seeing the decor change, Oogie Boogie's voice, <laughs> and the Disney California Adventure window update. Was amazing this year. Now, it is really cool to hear Oogie Boogie's voice. It is neat. Once you hear that and that low voice, it's with it, you forever. It, it is cool. And Ooh, so, the window. Update, so, speaking of their window update, though, I think, isn't it the same with just Oogie Boogie and his arms are stretched out with the bats floating out of it? I don't know. They do a really cool theming out there. I don't, I don't know. I didn't know if they changed that from a year ago, but it is really cool. Like uh, if you haven't seen the windows that they they theme, you know, when the ticketing areas that you know that they theme up there at Disney's California Adventure. And I have. Go ahead and check. It. Go ahead and check it out, listeners. It's really something. It's really cool. But um, yeah, just Google search "Oogie Boogie um, Disney California Adventure" or "window theme update" and it should pop right up.
0: You're the one everybody's talking about. (laughs) You're joking. You're joking. I can't believe my eyes. You're joking me. You've gotta be. This can't be the right guy. He's ancient, he's ugly, I don't know which is worse I might just split a seam now if I don't die laughing first and Mr. Oogie Boogie says there's trouble close at hand You better pay attention now, cause I'm the boogeyman And if you want to shake shaking, there's something very there wrong Cause this may be the last time you hear the boogie song Whoa, whoa, whoa now or you must face the dire consequences. The children are expecting me, so please come to your senses. You're joking! You're joking! I can't believe my ears! When someone shot this fella, I'm drowning in my tears. It's funny! I'm laughing! You really are too much. And now, with your permission, I'm going to do my stuff.
1: What are you going to do? I'm going
0: to do the best I can. What? The sound of dice to be music in the air Cause I'm a gambling man. although I don't play fair It's much more fun, I must confess, with lives on the line Not mine, of course, but yours, oh boy, now let it be just fine <laughs> Really, me fast, for you will have to answer for this heinous act. Oh brother, you're something! You put me in a spin! You aren't comprehending the position that you're in. It's hopeless. You're finished. You haven't got a prayer. Cause I'm Mr. Oogie Boogie, and you ain't going nowhere.
2: <laughs> this is also, she said this, I think one of my favorite parts is the pin trading with the Halloween-themed cast member. I wish... Oh, she goes, I wish I would got his name. Near uh, Clara Clarabelle's ice cream? Well, she knew where it was. So, right. So we've scored some awesome pins at, at his coffin display table. <laughs> nice. I love how that's thrown in there. His coffin display table. I wonder if she measured, you know, her head or her body. Like, okay, you'd fit in this one. Oh, yeah, yeah that'd be awesome. That'd be pretty cool. Mess with him. He never breaks out a character with his creepy rhymes and sayings. Trading with him is our new Disneyland Halloween tradition. That is cool. That is
3: cool. If you know that That you're always going to go. And let's just hope that
2: that guy's always there because that would be sad. I wonder if he goes up to him and be like, you're the perfect size for this one. (laughs) You know? That'd be kind of cool. Let me
3: measure. Ooh, I think I have one year length in the back. (laughs) Let's go test it out. That's awesome. That would be really creepy. Okay, so this is from our uh, listener friend, Randy Gideon. And I thought it was interesting because as I told you she went to Disneyland over fall break but she was a Disney World uh she was a Disney World goer or guest I guess is a way to say that and so she first wrote in and told me about her experiences at Disney World but then when they got out to California they decided to go to Disneyland so then she wrote in again and said hey I want to add this to my what I told you about my fall experiences about Disneyland now. So this is, first she said, we love the fall at Disney. It's our favorite time because it's typically less crowded in the parks and the weather is ideal. It's still warm enough to swim during the day, but it's cool enough to need a light jacket at night. We're actually going to Disneyland tomorrow and Wednesday, which won't, Won't be in time to get anything to you But I'm excited to see it decorated for fall Brian really loves their caramel apples Which I think is a year round thing But we associate it with the fall We've done Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party twice We debated whether it was worth the price No idea what the price is now But the party here in California is $115 Definitely not worth it for us It was definitely more fun The year the adults dressed up too And got into it Glee was really popular at the time So that shows you how long ago they were there and she said that her mom dressed up as Sue Sylvester. If you don't know the show, that's not going to mean it as much to you. But she bought a blonde wig and a tracksuit because that's all that Sue Sylvester, even when she was dressed up, Nick, like for a wedding, she had like a tuxedo tracksuit that she would wear um, that her mom had already owned this tracksuit. It was the best $10 costume everywhere. All the cast members were cracking up and even the non-speaking ones would point and then they would cover their mouths like they were laughing. We did enjoy the smaller crowds, shorter wait times, and when he was little, Brant loved the dance parties with the characters. The Booty you Parade is probably my favorite at Disney, except that darn song is still stuck in my head years later. I love seeing the characters in costume, and the Headless Horseman is cool. We were there the time the rider fell off the horse, which was kind of spooky. It had been raining that day, and the pavement was still wet. We were near the start of the parade route, and it was running late, which you know is very un-Disney-like. Then all of a sudden, the horse came trotting around the corner with no rider and handlers chasing it. The horseman did come walking by several seconds later. I think they may have changed the policy now that he doesn't ride if there's been rain that day. Wow. And so she said she can't wait to hear everybody's fall experience. Well, then she wrote in to me after they went to Disneyland and she said something that you had already told me. And that is this. She's adding the haunted mansion at Disneyland to her new favorite fall Disney moments because they have totally overhauled it to make it a Nightmare Before Christmas theme, and it is so cute. And I know that we talked about, I don't know if we talked about this actually, Nick. Did we talk about you watching the decorating of the the Halloween, um, or the Haunted Mansion at Disneyland?
2: No, I watched it, though. You're talking about the gingerbread. The ABC uh, thing? I watched it on television.
3: So... That was really cool to watch that, and how I didn't realize because I don't go to Disneyland or I haven't been to Disneyland, I should say, that they have a new designed gingerbread house every year. I guess we talked about it a little bit in the news, but
2: no, I watched I watched it on television. But yeah, they have they have a, a baker that, or not really, I shouldn't say baker, but a designer that designs uh, the. Whatever it needs to be. It could be a Haunted Mansion. It could be something that goes with the Haunted Mansion theme made out of gingerbread and icing and all that stuff. And yeah, every single year they do that. They have a lot of different coordinators, people that are in charge of specific things just for the holidays. It's really, really, really interesting.
3: Well, that was cool because that particular baker that was on there that night that they were interviewing had been at Disneyland working a job of some sort since age 17.
2: And um, that's really neat to say, you know. Well, and climbing it was, up through the ranks and and having to be able to experience different jobs and stuff.
3: Right, and then he was touched because now his daughter's going to culinary school and she's going to take yeah. over that role, hopefully. But we got to watch them decorate. What she's talking about, make it look like the Nightmare Before Christmas, where the two holidays merged. And I kind of wish I could like go there tomorrow and it's really check neat. It out. It's
2: something. It's re- it's really cool.
3: I'm sure it's going to be super busy tomorrow night.
2: So this one is from Rob Meister, a.k.a. Dr. Rob. He reported into the show three separate experiences. Here's his first one. So much candy. Like I need to go to the gym more to carry it back to the resort. And this is true. You can get a lot of candy, Vicky. And on my last trip, I filled up my entire uh, backpack filled with candy. And it got super, super heavy. Here's the second thing. We were dressed as Woody and Jesse. And some adults near us would not stop staring during dinner. Then they stopped by the table and were convinced I was actually Tom Hanks dressed as Woody. After a few laughs, they took a picture with me. That's kind of cool. So, does Rob really look like, you know Rob, does he look like Tom Hanks? <laughs> he's bald. I've only met him <laughs> I mean, once. I mean, right?
3: I love you, Rob, but you, you are bald. Well, he had a cowboy
2: hat on, probably. Maybe he's dressed up as True. Woody.
3: Well, you know, I wondered why Heidi texted me a picture of Tom Hanks, so this is all making sense now. Okay. It was random. The picture came after and I already had this in. You're i are probably thinking, get,
2: why is Tom Hanks on my phone?
3: I said it said Tom Hanks as big in the movie Big. Okay. And I she wanted me, I guess, to see and he does, I guess the bottom half of him from nose down really does resemble Tom Hanks. Okay. And so
2: that is funny. I'll though. have to see a picture of him in just a second. He also talks about his experiences with with his wife there at Fort Wilderness, the carriage ride that you talked about earlier through the which woods and dust. Which is really, really neat. Yeah. So this brings us to your Ours. favorite memories, Vicky, during the holiday season.
3: I have tons of um, time. Well, I shouldn't say tons. I think Kaylee said we actually only went two years when I really thought it was three years we went at the fall in the fall. And we didn't go to Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween. I offered but my kids just they didn't really want to do it. But I will tell you, um, as you've mentioned before from your trips, just going in and seeing the leaves the and the and the wreaths. And I don't know. We talked about on one episode about how they seem to go more out with the decorations in the fall. I think it was when we were trying to decide which we, which one people should go to. We were arguing about it a little bit. I can't imagine us bickering about anything. But you know what I'm talking about.
2: But the decor, it seems right. like they really do dress up the parks more with the fall decor than they do the Christmas decor.
3: Right. And it's made me so... Excited When we went there That first time That was August of Two Or excuse me October of 2010
2: And we were talking about Specifically just The Magic Kingdom though
3: Right Yeah right. right at the Just the Magic Kingdom So when I went in there I felt like It was my dream Like I am a big fall. I'm like you. I like all the holidays from now until the first of the year. Um, I love to decorate for fall and I love to decorate for Christmas. So when I got to Disney and I saw the pumpkins that said welcome and the leaves, just all the Mickey pumpkins hanging from the light post that were smiling at you. And I don't know. I just felt like I had stepped into a dream, which... You know, is awesome, and that's what you want. We didn't, like I said, stay at the Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party, but what we did do was sit outside on the benches and watch the people come in and see the different costumes that people wore. There was a a family that was bacon and eggs and hash brown. Like that's the, cool. The little the little guy was a hash brown. There was ketchup and mustard, um, a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Um, I was trying to think of all the different ones that we saw
2: while we were there. Definitely taking a step back, Vicky, and just watching all the guests flood into the park, especially Magic Kingdom, when you have a Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween. And for you guys, you know, walking out, you can see all the guests that are walking in, and they have those family-themed costumes. It is really, really neat. And some of these guests or families are very creative in, in what they develop for a costume. You know, even with uh, our colleague, Kimberly, you know, her and her cousin, Tweedledee and Tweedledum, it was really cool. What they use. They only spent like, I don't know, what'd you say, like 10 bucks or something like that or 15? It was cheap. I, I don't know. Very cheap to create those costumes. And they look great. They look really cool in the pictures too. And that's what you want. Now, did we miss over? Or did we skip one by accident? I think we had one from Jim or Lee possibly Lee. out in, in California. California. So yes. did Jim respond as well to both of them or was it just Lee? I did not see okay. Jim's.
3: If I did, if I missed it, that's my okay. bad. But I did not. I can look again in a All second. All right, so what did
2: Lee have to have to say about his favorite experiences? So he said the fall he's time. never
3: been to Disneyland during the fall season because he coaches football. However, the best ghost myth that he heard is about the light in Walt's apartment. Do you know this?
2: Yep. Do you want to tell it? No, go ahead. I mean, it's in his apartment, they have a, a candle lit, or a, it's, it's a lantern, basically.
3: So, for some background, Walt Disney had an apartment built above the Main Street Firehouse before Disneyland opened. He could stay there when he visited the park at night and when he was there with his grandchildren. When Walt was in the apartment, the light in the front window was on. Cast members would look for the light so that they knew that Walt was in the park. When Walt died, eventually it was decided to leave the light in the firehouse window on all of the time to represent the spirit of Walt still being in the park, except for during Christmas season when the light is replaced by a small Christmas tree. It says so what does this practice have to do with a ghost well supposedly the light in the firehouse window was not always kept on after Walt Disney died the cast members said that they would turn the light off after Disney family members visited the park and stayed in the firehouse apartment but then they started noticing that the light had turned itself back on
2: right was this not like a lantern light I thought it was one of those things you put in the windowsill it looks like a kerosene lamp right that's what I that's that's what I was talking
3: so it says after several attempts to turn this light off and it continually turning itself back on the cast members decided that Walt's spirit was turning the light on and that the tradition of leaving the light on in the firehouse window was born he said a true story probably not but I'm sure we'd all like to believe that that's true that Walt's spirit's still living in that house or up in that apartment
2: yeah, that's a, that's a great story, you know. And I've read that in, in some books, you know, and you, we've seen it on some specials as well on television. And that's a that's a pretty cool story to tell.
3: He also told us interesting uh, uh, an interesting story, Nick, about Yale Gracie. And I know that you like to talk about Master Gracie. You like to visit him when you go to, to the Haunted Mansion when you're at uh, Disney World. But this was interesting. Did you know he was murdered, Nick?
2: Yeah. And they never found the person that murdered him, correct?
3: Yeah. So he was on vacation with his wife in 1983. So this wasn't like many moons ago, like I was envisioning in my mind, like Disney old.
2: Like, no, so it was, I mean, it was about what? Jeez, uh, I'm trying to think. You were two. Yeah. 13 years, I think, after the opening of Haunted Mansion. So he had
3: retired from his engineering business eight years prior to this. And they were on vacation in a cabana at Bel Air Bay Club. And he was 73 and someone broke into their cabana and shot both of them. Now she was taken to the hospital, but he died immediately and they never caught the person. They don't know if it was specifically for him. I mean... I'm sure some people might think that. Who
2: knows, man? It's very eerie. It's an eerie story.
3: I mean, the fact that he was a part of Haunted
2: Mansion. (laughs) And then that's how he goes out. Yeah. Right, right. So that in itself is a spooky Disney thing. And so Disney has kind of integrated Gracie into the story. Correct. As as well. And now that you, you know, so when people know that backstory, does it make it creepier for you? Does it make it kind of eerie and odd or... It does for me or disrespectful, you know? It, makes me, know. it
3: makes it creepy for me because I didn't realize that the person was murdered. I until uh, Lee sent that to us.
2: He did a lot of really cool illusions, effects uh, that we right. see in many other rides, and very very smart person, innovative, just like Walt himself. But uh, he did a great job with the Haunted Mansion. Yes, he did. That's a cool one, Lee. Thanks for sharing that stuff for us, or uh, with us, I should say. So, Vicky, you shared yours. I, I'll real quick, uh, we'll wrap up here. We're about 20 minutes in, so I, I apologize, folks. It's kind of a short one, but I'll go ahead and wrap up here with my personal experiences. And honestly... I don't have a specific like ghostly story or an eerie story or a scary story. But I will say, like Vic, I love the fall decor. I love walking around and seeing the different colored leaves and the lampposts decorated and the pulsating Mickeys that bump to the night with the music, especially there at the Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween. But even the care the guests themselves excuse me not the guests, but the cast members themselves seem to be in a different type of spirit as well, especially when It is a day of uh, Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween. But even when you're at a Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween, like Vicky said, with the family's dressing up, themed, you know, like a theme, dress-up, costume, attire, it's really cool. And it adds that whole spirit to the park. The family, you know, mindset, as well as just the spirit of Halloween. And also, the cast members themselves, they're in different uniforms, and they're dressed up. And it has different colors, and with the bright oranges and the bright greens, it's just really neat, very festive, very spirited. And uh, I just absolutely love it because the cast members themselves are different with the guests. It's, right? They're more upbeat, they're more lively until it's like later it's not 100 on, hundred degrees. Until later on in the night, <laughs> you know, <laughs> after guests will do quirky things and jump lines and go underneath ropes and things like right. that. And they've said it a million times, don't do it. So they get kind of cranky, but. Rightfully so. It just has a different vibe, a different feel to the Magic Kingdom on those nights. It is a spooky time. It's fun.
3: You are forgetting something that I know is one of your favorite things.
2: What's that? The
3: Gravediggers.
2: Oh, yeah, the Gravediggers and the Booty U Parade. It is really neat. And that was on the ABC special as well, it practicing was- as a Gravedigger and how you would Use the shovel to hit the ground. They found out, I didn't know this, but they. I yes. didn't know this until I watched this series. That's what I was going to say. Not the series, but the episode. It was done by accident. That was an accident. And then they realized it caused a spark, so then they're like, that'd be kind of neat to implement that in the parade to cause lots of sparks with the great right. figures. Well, you had always talked about them,
3: so when I got to watch that at that part of the episode or the celebration i was excited about it because you've been talking about this for years and you're painting a picture for me but i wanted to know what it would look like and i got the opportunity to watch them actually practice it and um how the lady implemented in something that she didn't know could happen by someone just accidentally dropping their uh shovel And
2: her herself grew up through the ranks with Disney as well with the dance teams and the parades, and she's been doing this for years as well.
3: Right, exactly. It was really
2: cool. But for me, it's really just the environment, walking around and being filled with the Halloween spirit. I agree with Miranda Noonan. You know, as far as hearing the Oogie Boogie's voice, that adds to it as well. And Hocus Pocus with the Sanderson sisters. You know, once you hear certain voices, you could just you could feel the vibe of the place, and it's very energetic. And walking around and grabbing candy, and people saying, you know, Happy Halloween and things like that. It's really, really neat. So that's all I got.
3: And that, and it's just Disney. Disney does everything top notch. No matter what time of year it is, you always feel that special magic I think that we just like this time of year so much is why you and I are drawn in it even more don't you feel I mean we always feel like we're in the happiest place on earth when we arrive we're in that bubble but I just feel like when it's the holidays we just get more... So it's
2: amplified. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty neat. Pretty cool. Sorry this was so short, listeners, but if you're interested in being a guest or on our show and you have a question or comment, simply text us 407-674-0414 or email us milescapadespodcast at gmail.com. If you'd like to book your next trip with us or get that free quote, you can always text us as well or simply email us travel at milescapadespodcast.net Check us out on our social media accounts. On our Instagram account, check us out, Capades underscore Nick. Our Facebook page, The Capades Podcast, and our Twitter feed, Capades Pod.
3: We enjoyed sharing our stories with you and doing another listener response show, so be watching on our Facebook page because we are going to do another one coming up soon. I'm not sure when, but be sure to listen to monday show when we have our friend kimberly on and she's going to tell us about her recent trip to the happiest place on earth where she actually ran into nick and they got into some antics at yeah at the magic we literally bumped
2: heads we didn't see each other in the crowds and like ow turned around and there she was like hey what are, are you doing? serious no i'm joking <laughs> oh i thought you were serious no, i'm completely joking yeah that was your straight face i totally bought into that oh, you did you bought it huh remember to check out our friends at weltexpress.com
3: for all things dizzy and as always thanks for listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your
2: ears the mousecapades podcast well Victor, i think it's about that time peace and love have, have a, a magical, magical day, day my, my friends, friends.